my name is Merk. Merky Matino. <laughs> Nailed it. One try. Looks <laughs> like I'm out of here. of the world every boy every girl people of the world allow me to welcome you to the spice level the only podcast that you're gonna find two blokes two of us from upstate new york talking about anything everything spice girls from a to zigzag ah today we are here well allow me to introduce myself because i always flub that part my name is mike martin and i'm hanging out here with the best person to talk about anything and everything spice girls his name is I'm Brent Kelly. Brent Kelly, how are you, dude? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you? I am... We be in. Oh, see. <laughs> okay, I was scared. I don't know my languages very well, and I got scared that it was going to be French. No. Nope. So, okay, cool. You nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Bueno. Fantastic. So we're here to talk about Jerry's second single that she released mm-hmm. following Look At Me. She came out with another jam. She did. Of sorts. Yeah. So we're here to chat about... Michiko Latino. Indeed. Oh, I feel, I feel so cool to do that. I know, it, Michiko Latino. Almost Spanglish, like someone's going to judge me for how poorly I do my Spanish. Like, <clears throat> like <clears throat> someone who sang this song? Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> this was written by Jerry and the boys from Absolute again. It was! It was, just like her first solo song, Look at Me. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at all the tracks. I think all the singles from this album were her and were Absolute, though, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. She worked with them heavily. So we have numbers. It's a single. Yes. Of course. And... Better than look at me. It did, right? <laughs> right. What? So, Sorry, rele- but what? And and spoiler alert continues to do so. Released on August sixteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Still trucking. Not what? even we haven't even hit Y two K yet. Still. Not yet. Went number one in the UK. Jerry's first number one. Funny enough. Yep. There was a bit of a wannabe situation in that Absolute wanted to bag it up yep. as the next single. The record company EMI wanted to release Lift Me Up as the next single. Jerry insisted on Michiko Latino. And honestly, it didn't matter much because they all went number one. Spoiler. Ah, uh, yes, yes. It, that's an odd, It's still an odd choice to yeah. go for that vibe right I away. I agree. I agree. So here's Jerry's reasoning. On go that. for it. She said, first and foremost, I thought it was a good record. It was poppy and catchy and perfect for the summer. It was a summer release. That makes sense. Yep. I think my core audience is young teenage girls and gay guys. Both of those groups tend to like pure pop music, and I think that's what Chico was. It was very different from the slightly left field style of Look At Me. The other thing that Chico had going for it was that music was the, the music was Latin-based. I had written the song back in 98, but by the time of the summer of 99 came around, Latin-influenced music was ruling the charts. Ricky Martin had recently had a number one, and there were others on the way. So it was a strange example of synchronicity that I should be ready to go with a Latin track that I had written almost a year before. So there's a pickle behind that, I guess you could say, in creating a song like that because that's not your full zeitgeist of that album. Right. So it's true. Your, your single one-off. That's true. So if you're trying to play off the Ricky Martin, the, the Gloria Estefan, the Jennifer Lopez, the, yeah. the Shakira's coming yes. up. All that, I mean, if you don't have that being your mainstay the whole way, are you just being uh, a gimmick act? Interesting in thought. That? 
Yeah, so if, if someone was attracted to Jerry's music because of this song yep. and then listened to the entire album, like, they would be disapp- they'd be disappointed. Yeah. They, they think, oh, it's going to be like this. That's just one song. Interesting. So, I hadn't thought about that. It's a weird take, Jerry. And I, I know why she did it. Yeah. Because there's, of course, stories behind it. But that that's a that's an interesting way to say, like, I'm going to put this one out there and this is going to represent me. But there's, similar to the Spice Girls, like, each song and each track is completely, well... Maybe that's true too. Is you know each track is different. I mean, you don't buy a special album listening to Viva Forever, and right? And you get never that's give up true. on the good times. That is true. And you're like, There's, oh, there was always quite a variety on those albums, right? So maybe maybe that's that's egg on my face. Touche. Something I found interesting was that this song did better in Italy and Finland than in Spain, and it even got to number two in Belgium, but only got to number seven in Spain. What was number one in Spain at the time? I don't know. I didn't look. Ricky Martin. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is also her second highest song on Spotify with over 8 million streams. I find that so interesting. Second only to her cover of It's Raining Men. Right. So if you're talking Jerry's original songs, this is her top song, which means it's higher than Look at Me. That's true. Yes. Which I was very surprised. It's the almost double the streams. The place, man. Yeah. It's the almost w- double the streams. Yeah. Double? Yeah. Look at me as a... Oh, I know. Wow, that's so, interesting. Okay. So, Michiko I, coming into, like, I like to hide... I, I stand back when it comes to the factoids. Yeah. That That's... Yeah. Michiko Latino has just over 8 million streams on Spotify. Sure. Look at me has a little over 4. It's got to be linked to something. There has to be something it's linked to in some fashion. Was it in a that soundtrack people, or something? I don't think so. Because I was looking I don't up, either. I was trying to find some, some form of information. I don't like to look at stats so that we can blow me away the numbers. Mm-hmm. But that's... Oh, man. Well, you know what? Good job, Jerry. Cool. Uh, right. So, so again, I mean, she, she made the right call. Exactly. I, guess. I was just gonna say she made the right call because this is touche by the numbers her most popular self-written song. Absolutely so, touche. So, good for good her. job, Estelle. Before we move on from numbers, yeah, at Spice Charts on Twitter, yes, happened to yesterday or today put up the Spotify numbers for the Spice World album songs Ooh. as a whole. So, like, I don't even know how to get these numbers. I can only see the top ten for the group. Sure, I'm not that good with Spotify. I don't use it that much. But, so, in order, Stop is number one with 150 million streams. A little toot-toot from Brent there. Excitement. Exactly. The rest in order, Spice Up Your Life, Viva Forever, Too Much, Never Give Up on the Good Times, Saturday Night Divas, Move Over, Do It, Denying, and Dead Last is Lady is a Vamp. I told you, other people don't like that song as much as we do. Come on, man! You gotta. You don't. You don't have to bring that sadness in the world, man. Ladies of Vamp, chase has, your own bliss. Whatever. Stop has 150 million streams. Ladies of Vamp has three and a half million. Yeah, whatever. You know what I do? I listen to Ladies of Vamp and I have a good time. Me so too. You know what? Personally, I don't care about those. It's, I, I'm gonna start crapping on your number <laughs> post because you know what? Those numbers are fantastic and they're correct because it's what's going on in the universe sure. and it's great. Everybody finds their own joy. Boom. They're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Michiko Latino also has more than twice as many streams as Ladies of Amp. Okay, now you can just shut up, dude. Uh, dude <laughs> okay, I'm I, Listen, I am a 100% with you. Yeah, I get that. We <laughs> both love that song. Unfortunately, not as many people do as we do. <sighs> but but anyway, anyway, getting into this song we're talking about. Sure. Super excited now <laughs> for this know. song that just, just blomps, ladies. I should have uh, saved that for the end, apparently. So no, I'm great. The lyrics cool. of the song, yeah, a mixture of <laughs> you're so salty, uh, English, Spanish, and even some Italian. Sure, which is interesting. Now we've seen Jerry's Spanish ties before. 
Yes. Even at the very beginning, she missed the initial Spice Girls audition because she was in Spain. She was out and about. We and ha- we have Viva Forever, Lady of Culture. Her her mother is of Spanish descent. That's correct. And I think that that was the main thing is she she did this because that was I don't want to say a tribute to her mom because mom was still around, but she wanted to do it in recognition of yeah her yeah. mom's yeah. history. And I'll be honest, before researching this song, I actually didn't know that, that her mother was of Spanish. I didn't either. I didn't. I never knew what Jerry's tie was to the Spanish culture, because clearly right. she had an affinity for it, but I never knew what it was. Did you know that Emma's mom actually was born in Syracuse, New York? <laughs> I don't believe you. I'm going to work on some weird facts okay. and see if you can fact check me, because that one's not true at all. No, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> But I will find a fact and try to start stumping you throughout Perfect. these moments and see if I can catch you on one. Perfect. Okay, cool. I love New it. side project. Don't mind me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the theme of this song is like a lost love, an old flame. Sure. That kind of thing. One of the first lines in Spanish, Donde esta el hombre con Where fuego my en la sangre? And why are they on fire? So I got a story for you. When Mallory and I were in Mexico a couple weeks ago, I... Went up to a human being. And you said that exact sentence. And I asked them where the bathroom was in English. And then I realized afterwards I could have said, Donde esta el baño? A Spanish sentence I know. And I didn't do it. And I was so mad at myself. I asked in English. You asked in English? Oh, I said, oh, sorry, excuse me. Where's the the restroom? And afterwards I was like, oh my God, Mallory. I could have said, (laughs) Donde esta el baño? It's like flashcard mode, Brent. I took Spanish for seven years. That's one one of the only sentences I remember. I was very frustrated. Ich bin I Brenter. Yeah, yes, right, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, donde esta el hombre con fuego en la sangre? Where's the man with with fire fire in his blood? blood? What a line. Yeah. Passion. And that line came from her mother, apparently, reading from a book that she had. Yeah, it was. It, I think when I was, I did read a little bit on it, and she called her mom trying to find because she, she said she had the melody down, right? But she called her mom to try to find like the right, you know, Spanish language yeah, addition to it. Yeah, and she's like, I don't, I don't freaking know. <laughs> Mom's like, I don't know, dog. Yeah, and so she's like, Can you can you go through some books or something? And that's like one of the books she found. She like found right. that phrase of "Where's the man with fire in his blood?" It's a great I, line. Oh, come on fantastic take all the credit for it i mean i get it because you could say this ma this song is based on inspiration i got from my mother yada yada yes but i came up with that line yeah oh yeah that was me (laughs) take credit that's copyright geraldine estelle Mm. line in english you left a fire in my eyes that lightens up the darkest skies i'm giving up i'm letting go i'll find my way so there you go it was it was a burning bright relationship and it is time to move on how much is it? Is are we starting to get into songs and storylines that are just written to be songs and storylines? Though that's a good question. That's that's the curious sure. question as so, we start getting into. Since you bring that up, how do you feel about that? I have always had a weird dichotomy in my brain between actors and singers. Sure. So an actor is allowed to go out and play a role, mm-hmm. and they can do whatever they want. For some reason, I get annoyed with singers who don't sing about themselves like top of my brain comes as avril lavigne singing hey hey i can be your girlfriend i'm like you're married you can't be anyone's girlfriend why are you writing this song whereas someone like taylor swift writes a lot about her own experience but she also says i also write as if i was someone else for some of my songs how do you feel about that man that's tricky when it comes to it, it depends on the end product i think is a big portion of it 
and and also they're they're man i personally take a lot from knowing that there is a lot of personal experience going on into music writing of course sure because it's it's music to me is is a very heavy just just portion of creativity when it comes to just not even just artists but being able to listen to it enjoy it and express yourself outside of being in the artist's shoes but relating it to yourself with it being a fibbed story is tricky unless it's it's done well i mean musicals can be viewed as something that you can create a full-on storyline and it's a created story that lets you relate to a character if there's a character that's related to and it's done the right way you know what it's it's not poorly done like the whole avril levine thing maybe you can view it a little i don't want to say flakier but just uh, unless she's she's putting that effort into it behind it right. with that same mindset yeah. of maybe I, I, it's that, that 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 light layer of just this is a fake story right and i can write a song this way and make it be that way I'm not saying my way is right. It's sure. something I have tried to work on over the years because I know Mallory with this. I'm like, she can't sing, hey, I want to be your girlfriend. She's married. Why is she writing this song? But I'm like, but also you're allowed to, I suppose, sing from other perspectives on your own. Right. How is that different from, I guess, being an actor in a song? I guess the, my problem is that when you're putting something out under your own name, if it is your real name, sure. you're not using a stage name. You're saying, hmm. hey, I am so-and-so. This is my story. But then you're writing things from that perspective. Something I am... I'm a work in progress on. I have tried to get over my personal hangups on that. Yeah, that's 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 tricky. That is very tricky because maybe the artist is putting something out there that's they're they're writing a they're writing a a full on story based on what they think that character is feeling at that time. Right. And they're truly just projecting it and like not to go full carry mode, but David Bowie. Yeah, you know, sure. Like a different persona every time that he's releasing yeah. an album. Yep. Ziggy Stardust is not the same person sure. that put up Black Star. Yep. And who he was when he created those albums is—it's a concept. Sure. Album. Uh, so, Beyonce with Sasha Fierce. Right. Exactly. Very much. And it's just that's what they encompass. And some people aren't afraid to take that leap and just say, "Now, bless their hearts." Like you know, method acting is a very oh boy heavy thing to dive yeah, into yeah. i don't i don't think fully that's what jerry hello was going for right now with so. this but but method acting especially in music you can deep dive into something and really you can lose yourself a little bit yeah because you become sure that instead sure. and i think as a whole i enjoy music more when it's personal, when the person's sure. writing about their own experience as opposed to pretending to someone else. But like I said, it's something I'm working on. Concept things are, you have, you have, it's not a one song kind of thing, I think. That's, right. that's the pickle is there's a lot of things I've listened to that are two, three hour things that are, you have to really absorb yourself into it. So, what was Garth Brooks's pop oh, persona? Oh, gosh. When he was, when he put on. That? Darker hair yeah. and uh, uh, Chris nothing. Gaines was it Chris Gaines? <laughs> it's Chris Gaines, yes, yeah. Would you buy like buying tickets for a Chris Gaines yeah. concert instead of a Garth? Brooks? But that's the pickle behind it too, though. Is like the Alvaro Levine say that she created an album and produced it based on that girlfriend mindset, even though she was married. The person that you're going to see live is not going to play the songs from that previous record. Because she's focused on that sure, person. Sure, sure, so sure. So when you see that Jerry Hallowell, if she yep. was based on, like, if she did a full thing, she probably would do a full show 
was just that thing. And he'd be like, dang, I didn't get to see this, 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 and this. Right. But that's not what the focus is at the sure. time. And I respect sure. the artist in wanting to do that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ticket sales, what have you, sure. But the artist needs to express themselves, oh, too. Oh, yeah, no, I, I agree with so that. So that's... Yep. That's just it. Whew. So that's part of my... Like, someone I'm working at, who, who am I to say what they can sing about? Right. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, it's their album. It's their single. It's their whatever. Their video, music video. Yeah. They're allowed to do whatever they want. So it's something I'm personally working on. That was quite a rabbit hole we went down. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I, I'm so happy that we did, personally. Like no, me that. too. Me too. So speaking of rabbit holes, yes. if you're ready to talk about the music video, hmm. I went down quite a rabbit hole because of this music video, and maybe not because of the reason you think. I got so wrapped up on, on the flag on the back of the boat. <laughs> It's this red flag mm-hmm. with in the top left tiny. top left corner the Union flag or the Union Jack. And I'm like, well, what's that flag? Like, I, I'm not familiar with this flag. So I Google it. It turns out it's just what British naval vessels have used for the past like 300 years. Boo, has red, red. Yeah, I know. So I was like, well, that's boring. But it, it kept me going down the flag rabbit hole. Yes. Because then I wondered, well, why is the blue in the Union flag not the same as the blue in the Scottish flag? Because the Union flag is supposed to be the English flag, the Scottish flag, and the Northern Irish flag put together. Like, why are those blues separate? The Scottish saltire flag has a much lighter blue than the Union flag. The Union flag is a dark blue. So then I'm going down that rabbit hole, and it turns out that the Scottish flag, didn't, Bye, e- the Scottish flag didn't even have an official blue until 2003, when they finally locked down this lighter color. 20-year anniversary. And it, it, see, there you go. <laughs> 20th year anniversary. Perfect. Whereas somewhere in the past <laughs> two or 300 years, someone kept making the Union flag darker because it was cheaper to produce the darker color than it was the lighter color. Damn. And then I started wondering... Make money, are the, money, are money, the money. three colors in the United States flag the same as the three colors in the in the Union flag? Because they're all red, white, and blue, and they're similar, right? So I go down that rabbit hole, and their Pantone colors are very similar, but they're not exactly oh, the same. Right off the hex code. And then because I was already looking things up, I was I had I was thinking about Spain and thinking about Britain. I pulled up Google Maps and I'm looking at Gibraltar just because that's a weird situation. It's great, it's like, you're here now. It's, it's tucked down underneath Spain. The only way to get into Gibraltar is by boat, plane, or to drive in through Spain. But then I found out by looking at Google Maps, if you want to drive into Gibraltar, you have to drive across the airport runway to get into the country. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that entire thing that you just threw out there, and I'm super proud of you. So that's how I prepare for an episode of The Spice Level. <laughs> it's going to Gibraltar. Apparently going to Gibraltar on Google Maps. I had to pull up the street view. Apparently they have like barriers that come up and down to keep you from driving across the runway when a plane's going sure. across Sure. Which makes sense. But what a weird situation. Have you ever been to Gibraltar? Gibraltar? No, no, I have not. I have not I been to Gibraltar. I have not. I have not been to Spain. I would go oh. for sure. But yeah, so that's how I prepare. I end up spending twice as long preparing for these episodes because I get distracted by related YouTube videos, Google Maps, Googling flags, whatever. So that's what you got out of that <laughs> for four seconds. I mean, that was right out of the gate with the music video too, wasn't yeah. it? So oh, I watched music video several times. I'm like, Boy, what's that flag? I don't understand that flag. Sure. And that's what it all led to. Wow. Driving across airport runways in Gibraltar. Is there somebody driving the yacht? I hope so. I don't ever see him. She dives off of that thing. Oh, yeah. And she says, bye, and she swims to the beach. Skadoosh. Yeah, so the music video, once I got past the flag, it's fairly <laughs> it's fairly straightforward. It's her sitting in the back to begin with in a bikini and a cover-up shirt thing, and guys dancing around in little tiny trunks. And oh, they that, haven't gotten there yet, though. No, okay. They got to they, they gotta show up to this. Somehow she lets them all oh, on the yacht. Oh, that's true. That's true. 
Because she's true. hanging out solo. They, yep, she's in And then by she herself. dies, and she goes to the beats, and she hangs out on the beach, and she's relaxing, and then there's like this swarm of gentlemen. Like, yes. There's one point in time you see one of their their ribs from his back as he's crawling and climbing towards her. Yeah. It skewed me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you there, sure, sir. Sure, That That was not a, a comfortable moment for me seeing swarms. Got, and I remember it's like, oh, it's Jerry, though. Yeah. And then it cuts to dancing mode yep. on the freaking yacht. Yep. Just boom. And she doesn't have the bikini on. She's got her full. Yeah, she's actually wearing like a more garment kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And she's doing her thing, dancing around the guys, and she's got that whole panache, like get out of here kind of vibe yep. going on still. So, yep. it it's still it's still Jerry Strong, of course. Absolutely, I have some background on the video. I don't, you, I don't know if you read this. The accompanying music video from Michiko Latino was directed by Doug Nickel and filmed in Sardinia from the fifth of July to the eighth of July, nineteen ninety nine. So in the Mediterranean. Hallowell wanted the video for the song to be very different in style to her previous single, Look at Me, as that one was filmed in Prague in the freezing cold, and she wanted something to connect with her fans. According to her, the video was also pretty easy to get. A yacht, a girl in a bikini, and some wicked boy dancers to keep both set of fans, gay guys and teenage girls, happy. Bam! After the video was released, the singer got a huge amount of attention from it. People came up to me and told me how great and how sexy it was. They also told me I looked really healthy, but how wrong they were. I wasn't healthy because I wasn't eating properly, and although I was slim at the time, that was a mirage too because the tough regime of the diet was always going to lead me to binge and put the weight back on, and later she began taking recovery meetings for bulimia. Oh. Heavy stuff. Oh. We've talked about you know similar things with Melanie C., and she talks about in her book that Jerry was kind of the first one to call her out on it because Jerry was kind of going through some of the same things. Right. So, again, this music video looks all happy and sunny and everything, but in reality, she's starving herself to look right. skinny. Which is a bummer. I think I think Jerry carried herself very well in in her the way that she presented herself with the girls. I thought so too. And so that's that's a that's a bummer that, you know, when it's late nineties media that yep. kinda caused that yep. chaos to her. So that's that stinks. It that's... also makes me kind of question the headlines video. Where she's very much showing off her abs. True. Was yeah. that a was that a healthier men- mindset? Maybe. Almost ten years later. Maybe it was like a, a redux version of just being like, "I am healthy, but right. This is the way I look now. But I, got, I am healthy I got the, behind. I got this it. way healthier this right. time. Yeah, could be. Do you have any other thoughts on the music video? Yes, I absolutely do. Hit me with them. In the in the song itself, it does have that very. Spanish, I don't want to say Shakira style, but it, it does have that, just just that Gloria Estefan Latin vibe. And you hear a lot of the flamenco guitars going. Oh, yes. And all that. Yes. It is not a freaking ukulele. I, I actually did. I missed my note on that. You're right. Absolutely. The end. Not a uke. I was abs- super sorry. I was absolutely going to ask you about that because you are the ukulele expert in this podcast. <laughs> that is her little steel string. <laughs> she grabs her little ukulele and she does her best to make it seem like it's part of the song. There's, there's not. That's not a ukulele. It's a, it's a classical style nylon string guitar. You can hear it. It's, it's. Sorry, Jerry, but no, no, that's not how that works. Yep, I laughed at that as well. When, <laughs> oh, when I, I first, got so mad when, when I, I saw it. her grab that. I instantly thought he was like, "Oh, <laughs> what is Mike gonna think of this?" Mike says no. Mike says no. <laughs> Uh, considering I can see one ukulele on your wall, one right next to you. You're telling me that doesn't sound like a, a Spanish flamenco kind of... 
That doesn't sound like a music video at all. Doesn't sound like a music video at all. Oh, what the heck? Look at listen to that. People just got live music here on the Spice level. Oh, sheesh. Excellent. Sheesh. <laughs> That's he, all, though. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I did have a note of that and I totally missed it because I oh, want to talk about that I as well. I did not miss it. No. Did you watch any live performances? I chose not to, okay. to be so, honest. So I'm getting a little annoyed with these late 90s live performances. That's it's a lot more. of pre-recorded tracks. Yep. I didn't want to have to go through five of them to find one that I'm like, oh, man. That's yeah. And, and also... To somewhat to their credit, sometimes I kind of can't tell, but then you're watching and it looks like their mouth didn't quite sync up on a word. Oh, got it. Yeah, because some, uh, some like these girls are good singers in real life too. Sure, of you course. Know, live, not I shouldn't say real life, but you know what I mean. There, but so I, then I just ended up watching for the performance itself. There was one from Live at Party in the Park where it seemed like the singing was pre-recorded, but then she also does the Spanish talking part live because you can tell the audio totally changes. Ah, uh, uh, yes. And she's on stage surrounded by guys, but they're all dressed up in like hip hop clothes this time instead. Which Sweet. Is but then I did watch, I believe, hopefully, an actual live performance from the Granada Stadium in Spain. Okay. That was a fun performance. The crowd was really into it. She had a little interview at the end in Spanish with a couple words in English at the end. So it was. it, it is fun to watch Jerry do these things in Spanish, Spanish related, Spain related. Sure. Because she clearly enjoys it. She does, and that's what matters, man. So, if you had to pick a favorite part of yes. Mi Chico Latino, yes. what would it be? Um, I thoroughly enjoy the pre-chorus build-up. Okay. There's there's some bumps that happen that build up to the chorus that do have that hype sound, and it stops. Build stops. Build stops. And then it goes into the yeah, chorus. Okay. I really dug that. Just musically, it's a, it's a fun little creation. So that's, I did not signal it out, but I like that as well. Yes. It's a good, good get. What was your favorite part of Jerry's second well, I, single? I probably should have saved it because I just talked about it. But Chico, it's actually Chico. just my favorite thing is seeing her continued evolution of her like Spanish interests. Oh, sure. Yeah. From being late to the audition because she was in Spain to Viva Forever to now she gets to do her own solo work. And she chooses again to do something Spanish influenced and themed. So it's kind of cool. That's super rad. What would you give for a spice level I, to Machico Latino? I give it one useless ukulele. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. It, it's not needed. They hug, I don't know where they found it. Yeah. And someone threw it to her. Yep. She's dancing with the guys, having a good time. Sorry. Jerry, there's no uke. <laughs> there yep. isn't. So it's also stringed. And it has all four of the tuning pegs on one side instead of two on each side, like, like a traditional ukulele. Mm-hmm. So that's just my own little oof to Jerry. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know me. I, I love Jerry's part. Oh, absolutely. Or Ginger's part. Of course, of course, of course you do. So yes, sir. What's your spice level for Jerry single? I give this song four different flags i had to google to, to find the color origins and official pantone colors for yes because that's the kind of rabbit hole i go down so uh, uh who's your oh go. Hmm. i don't i don't even know what we're doing opening the thing um, who's, your, who, who's your spice of the week um she didn't have like multiple outfits. i guess she had two outfits so my spice of the week is yacht driver spice oh i'm gonna give it to the the yacht driver that's been doing it the entire time with nobody noticing with no recognition i like it to make sure that Jerry can fake ukulele and also 
do her thing with her second single. So I'm going to give it to Excellent. <laughs> that is my spice of the week is Yacht Spice. Perfect. Who is your spice of the week, homie? My spice of the week is Granada Jerry from Ooh. the live performance. In, oh. In her element singing in Spanish with half the song ish in Spanish. It was just fun to see. So, Merchant Spice of the Week. Uh-oh. You know I go to the Ebays. Yes. C. C. And eBay is has- Is it a yacht? Has not let me down yet. It's not a yacht. I'm sorry. eBay has not let me down yet. Okay. But Gosh. we talked about Jerry getting in shape for the headlines video uh-huh. with her abs and stuff. I don't know if this is how she did it, but I found the Jerry Yoga VHS tape. Homie. We're getting a full Spice Girls workout, slowly building. Right? You know that, right? So we had Get Fit with Mel B. Yep. Now we have Jerry Yoga. Okay. Fantastic. Oh, no. It comes, the, this 2001 VHS okay. tape, so it's two years after this song came out, has Katie Appleton, wherever she is, no offense, teaching yoga for 112 minutes. It has a quote from Jerry. I got into yoga two years ago. I was looking for another form of weight loss, and yes, it has helped me keep in shape, but yoga gives me so much more. If you want to feel good about yourself, relax, and feel healthier, this might just be the thing for you. Wait, but who hosts it? Well, it's it's Jerry Yoga with Katie Appleton. I don't know how the, the segments are divided up. I don't know if it's both of them doing yoga, if, if it's Katie teaching the yoga to Jerry. I don't know, man. There's only one way to find out. There's only one way to and find it's out. It's all of you want twenty six dollars. It is currently this this auction ends in thirty seven minutes. It is currently zero bids with a minimum bid of one penny. Oh really? So guess what? <laughs> Your boy is about to bid we one. Don't have a VH. I don't have a VCR. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna bid one penny. What's the shipping on it though? Careful. Eight dollars. I'm willing to pay eight dollars and one penny for, for Jerry this, Yoga. Jerry Yoga. We'll by Do the time this episode. I, no, I don't. You got an eBay a VCR now too. We, we had to. We're going to the thrift store. We had to borrow a VCR from your co-host Greg <laughs> from Two Bands Watching Bluey to watch the Japanese VHS of Jingle All the Way. I gave you a couple. That years was ago. the most peculiar sentence I think you've ever spoken. It's a weird one, right? <laughs> Talk about going down rabbit holes. So. This, Holy uh, this, this will be over by the time this uh, episode comes out. But Whew. in the next 36... Uh, my, my current bid puts you in the lead. You did it! One British penny. I just bid on this this thing. It ends in 36 minutes. So we'll see what happens. Now, there are segments <laughs> on this tape, including introduction. Okay. Makes warm, sense. Warm up. Yep. Sun warm up advanced Ooh. in parentheses. Jerry postures, relaxation, and Jerry talks. We need a VCR. Exactly. We need to win this. <laughs> we need to win this auction for one penny plus eight dollars shipping, and then we need a VCR. But first, we need a quote of the week. My gosh, I'm spicing things up. We're doing oh. our second round of solo songs. We're going to the second book. Yes. There are sections on each girl in this you book. You have a ticket inside of that book, so you look something up already. I found the Jerry section okay. already. We're going <clears> to... <throat> naughty girls. Oh, my. If we'd been naughty at all, I'd go up to my mom and ask, who's been the goodest today? I was indulged much more because I was the youngest, I suppose, and I got called spoilt brat all the time. 
I think you get away with more when you're younger because your parents have been through all that with your brothers and sisters, and they just say, well, whatever, when it comes to you. One day at infant school, I hid an attire in the orchard, and I stayed there so long that everyone came looking for me. Yes. I hid in the cloakroom another time, but no one even noticed. I loved dressing up and going on adventures. I'd put on a mini skirt, take a handbag, and wander off down the street. Astounding. Well done. And that's our quote of the week. Yes. From one Geraldine Estelle Hollowell, from when she was a child. Okay, folks, we made it to the end of Michiko Latino, Jerry's second single. Uh, Check out Nick Laganel's books on Amazon. He writes them. There's a whole bunch of them. Listen to Mike and Greg on Two Bandits Watching Bluey. I talk too much. No, you don't. You never talk too much. That's (laughs) what podcasts are for. (laughs) Check out Mike's solo album, Progress on Progress Document on SoundCloud. For now. We'll be back next week. I'm making you choose this time. I chose this one. Who are we doing next week? I want to go back to Scary Spice. Scary Spice. Mel B. All right. But until then. Yes. I am Brent Kelly. I go by Mike Martin. We love and appreciate you all, and thank you very much. In case you didn't know, you should spice up your life. And do some Jerry Yoga. Oh, crap. 33 minutes left. We'll see. <laughs>